Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. He raised his hands. He goes, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm, I want my deposit back. He says, you're not getting your deposit back. And he walked in the house. And what, but I don't understand. Why wasn't that? If someone tells me, no, I'm not going to accept a certified check. I tell them, OK, let me go to the bank, get the money and come back and get my bobcat. This is the plaintiff, Alfred Hodling. He says he gave the defendant a partial payment for a bobcat construction vehicle he was selling. But when he went to pick it up, the guy refused to accept the final payment. Now won't return his money. He doesn't know who this man thinks he is, but he's suing for his $1,500 back and expects the judge to see things his way. This is the defendant, Thomas Jimo. He says he made a cash deal for the sale of his bobcat to the plaintiff. But the guy tried to pay him the balance by check. The plaintiff refused to honor the cash deal. He canceled the contract and he owes him nothing. He's accused of being a double crosser. All parties, please raise your right hands. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn in, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. Okay. Mr. Hotling, you saw an ad that Mr. Giamo had on Facebook Marketplace. And what was it for? It was for a Bobcat Skitzer. And who were you buying it for? My stepson. Who wanted to do what? I, he opened up a landscaping company. Okay. So it's a little machine that has a bucket on the front that can load things up into a dump truck and everything. Okay. And uh, when you say little machine, you drive it, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah it's not yes. that little. <laughs> All right. So I know what a bobcat is, but what I wanted to ask you is, okay. what price did you agree with him upon? He was asking eighty nine hundred. How much did you guys settle on? I believe eighty four hundred. Okay. And then what happens? I came back to New- uh, my my business is in New York, so I came back to New York from Connecticut. And um, we text about it or, or uh, Facebooked about it. And um, he wanted a deposit down. So I said, okay. So I did a bank transfer for, for the amount, which I supplied you with. Right. You um, did a bank transfer for, or a cash app? It's a, well, it goes through my bank. I, called, I did through my bank, um, which is a copy of my um, 
Yeah, just tell me how you, how did he pay you? Through what mechanism did he pay you, uh, Mr. Giamo? Cash app. Cash app. So it goes through your bank. It's linked to your bank, and then you sent $1,500. We have no dispute that there's a $1,500 deposit, right? Everybody agrees on that. Oh, okay. okay. No dispute. Okay, so then what happens? You're supposed to come up with the rest of the money, and in your complaint you had said 8600 Is that correct, Mr. Jimo? The, uh, the, the selling price was 8400 minus oh, was a $1,500. Yeah, $8,400 minus a $1,500 deposit that he cashed at me, mm-hmm. and the balance was due in cash at $6,900 on the day of pickup. Okay. And did you tell him that um, he would need to bring cash or did you assume he would yeah, know to we were, bring cash? No, absolutely not. We, uh, in the uh, correspondence via Facebook Marketplace uh, Messenger, um, I clearly stated on the second to last page of the evidence that I produced to you, it states that the balance was due of $6,900 in cash. Okay. So talk to me, Mr. Hoddling. What do you do on the day that you're supposed to pick up the Bobcat? I didn't see the the thing is I never I didn't see this nor did I agree to the to to cash for the rest. So what I did is I went to my bank and I got a, a bank a bank check um, for the remaining balance because I didn't want to use my my personal checks because I figured you know I'm I'm not. When you in, say a bank check, what is it you mean? A certified bank check. I went to the bank and I got a certified bank check from the bank for the rebank for the for the balance. Okay. And uh, I didn't want to give him a personal or my or a business check. So I went and gave him a bank check. So you gave him. So you came with an envelope and a certified bank check. And uh, Mr. Jaima, was why wasn't that good enough? Because our agreement was in cash and I would never take any type of check based on the ability to uh, be fraudulent or forge. You know, it used to be that it used to be that um, getting a certified check was good enough. And then. Fraud has gotten so bad that people don't accept that anymore. Um, these certified checks are, you know, they're fraudulently made all the time. And the bank says, that's not our check. Um, so what? So tell me how it goes down between the two of you. You're there. You have the certified check. Did you ever tell him, hey, I'm going to bring a certified check? No. Okay. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't talk to him at all. I didn't talk to him since I corresponded with the deposit other than getting his address to, to pick it up. Okay. On the 17th at 509, you send him a text saying balance 6,900. And he says, yes, I got it. I guess you showed him pictures of the deposit. I got it. Yes. The balance is 6,900 cash. When you come to pick it up, call or text before you come, make sure I'm around. Thanks. You say, well, I never answered that, but he did send it and it's in your phone. And why would you think, why would you assume somebody would accept a certified check with the amount of fraud that goes on these days, why is he unreasonable saying, no, I want cash? Tell me exactly what went down in front of his house. And then I'm going to ask him the same question. You tell me word for word what happened in front of his house. Um, so I, I gave him the envelope. He looked at it. He opened it up. He said, no, it, um, I'm only accepting cash. He walked directly into his house, into his garage. He, he raised his hands. He goes, what are you doing? I said, well, I, I want my deposit back. He says, you're not getting your deposit back. And he walked in the house. And what, but I don't understand. Why wasn't that? If someone tells me, no, I'm not going to accept a certified check. I tell them, OK, let me go to the bank, get the money and come back and get my Bobcat. Why wasn't that what was discussed? Why would you expect him to be giving you your money back? He walked right into the house. Yeah, but well, why, why weren't you saying, OK, hold on. You have my deposit. Let me go to the bank and just get the cash. His text clearly said to you that he wanted cash. 
But also, but also, but also, why would you assume that he would accept a certified check? I mean, because it's a bank check. But, I don't care. It's a bank he, check. There's fraud. He on, he's right. It. You're wrong. He's right. Okay. There's fraud everywhere. Okay. I know. But so why isn't the discussion? Okay. okay. Um, oh, yeah. He did say cash. You look at your phone. You see, he did say cash. So I'm all right. I'll be back tomorrow with the cash. Why wasn't that the discussion? The discussion, he didn't let me discuss anything. He walked directly into the house. All right, you tell me, Mr. Giambo, what do you say? I didn't want to go to his house and confront him. Oh, no, there's no confronting necessary. Why does everybody have to play Kianis Mas Macho? How about we just consummate the deal calmly? Mr. Giambo, what do you say happened out there? Uh, Well, when we had our correspondence via Facebook, it was a calm, collected, regular business deal. So when he approached, when he came to the house, he parked at the end of my driveway. I had the Bobcat ready. He hands me an envelope. I didn't even get the check one eighth of the way out when I realized this is a check. Where are my $6,900 bills that we discussed and that we agreed to as far as I was concerned? So I'm in the process of handing this back. I said, I can't take a bank check. You violated our agreement. And he says, well, I'm not buying it then. I said, like flabbergasted. I'm like, uh, really? So he starts walking back towards his truck. I walk back towards my garage. Like it was probably about 60 feet. So I turn around. He's still there. And I said, can I help you? Why are you still here? And he said, uh, I want Why my deposit back. I said, absolutely hap- stop, not. Stop. Stop. Why is this happening? Why isn't, why, I just, I don't understand everybody. Why isn't the, don't you want to sell the Bobcat? Absolutely. So, right. When, so when, when you he, say you, why is, why do you look at a check and say you violated our agreement? This is why text for toxic testosterone is way better than toxic testosterone. Like I'm wondering why isn't the thing, I cannot take a check. You're going to need to go to a bank and you're going to need to come back with cash. Look at the text. I texted you. I said it was needed to be cash. Why isn't that the discussion instead of you violated our agreement? Why is that? Like, why? Why? How did this break down like this? It just it within three seconds, the deal went wrong when I said that I'm not accepting a bank check. I can't accept a bank check. This was not our agreement. And that's when he said, I, I'm not buying the Bobcat. And then literally walked away. So I didn't want a confrontation. He had his steps on there. There were two two on one. And yes, you're right about testosterone. Maybe men get a little Oh, you think? You think? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because this should have been a calm negotiate, like just. It should have been. Yeah. And did you ever look at your text and see that he had said cash? Well, I did. I did when I got back. I didn't at that point. So then Um, did you pick up the phone and call him and say, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't see this text. Uh, Let me come back with the cash tomorrow. Did you do that? Well, I went I went all out of my way to go get a trailer. I had my I had my stepson bring his his truck. And a big trailer to load it onto the trailer. Is it your son's trailer? Yes. So what was the problem with coming back with cash the next day then? He didn't. He, there was no problem other than him. He walked right away and walked. Okay, into but the so house. what if he walks away? Why don't you just call him or text him and tell him, "Hey, I'm sorry, I just because, read this. I see that you texted that." Be- I'll tell you why. Because everybody's okay. busy playing Kenneth Mas Macho. That's why. Where's the Bobcat now, Mr. Giallo? The Bobcat was sold two weeks later for. $800 less than uh, uh, Mr. Hotag was going to uh, pay for it. Yeah. I had a bunch of tire kickers and a bunch of lowball offers. I finally got to the point where, okay, it's time to sell this. And the person actually brought cash, so it was not a problem. Right. See, it, you know, the, the text is very clear, bring cash. And if you wanted somebody to accept a check, you need it, whether it's a certified check or not. In the old days, people could do that. But there's so much fraud now that people don't accept that. And, you know, you've, you've got to know... 
It's not even like the guy left you guessing it how to pay for the rest of it. He specifically told you bring cash. You know, what I'm not understanding is why could how did you cash app him fifteen hundred dollars in one day there that the day? Computer. Through the computer. Yeah, so why didn't right? So well, I didn't hand him hundred dollar bills for the cal- I didn't have to hand him one hundred dollar bills for that. If you're saying he wanted cash, well, I didn't hand him one hundred dollar bills for the deposit. So right. Why, so why did is you, that acceptable? Well, because that you can't take back. Wow. So it, it, you, oh, and the problem oh. with the cash app is they probably don't allow you to to Venmo or cash app eight thousand dollars. They're not going to let you do that because um, there's a limit per day. So that, you know, I mean, he gets immediate money with the cash app, you see. But if you give him a fraudulent and I do this every day, I have cases like this where people. So how does he get the cash? I mean, I, I've never gotten cash out of cash app. So they just come and they, give hundred dollar bills. No, it goes no. immediately. From your, no, it goes immediately oh. from your bank account into his bank account. And he has access. Oh, okay. To so it's in a banking account. Right. That's, but see, okay. so you, so, right. so then talk to the guy and say, listen, I'm going to wire you the 8,000. So I have proof that I gave you 8,000 because when I'm reading your complaint, what you say is the following. There's a spider on my desk. Did you get him? I got him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <The> poor thing. <laughs> Homie, don't play that. All right. What you say is. I told him I would never just hand over cash, especially since Bobcats don't come with titles. I told him I wanted proof that I paid him the money, and he then walked into the house. You're 100% correct. You don't ever want to hand somebody cash without proof that you paid him the cash. So what you do is you video the transaction. You say, hey, no, no offense, but I'm going to video the transaction because I want, or you have him. I know, I know. Let's go old school a little bit. Old school. Old no school. school like the old school. Right. And you have him write a receipt. For the eight thousand, there's yeah, there yeah. should not be a problem with this, but really, what should have happened when you got home and you read the text and you saw that is you should have texted him back. Look, I'll bring the cash tomorrow. Instead, now we're in a position where you're mad at him for being rude. He's mad at you for not abiding by the contract because that is how this should have gone down. And then you decide, well, I'm just going to get my fifteen hundred dollars back. Do you guys ever have communication again after this day? No, no, nothing, nothing. <laughs> No. I really thought he was going to call me within an hour saying that he would go cash the check. But that never happened. Was it a weekday? No, it was a, no. I believe it was a Saturday. So uh, maybe he couldn't. Plus, he says it was a bank in New York and he was in Connecticut and blah, blah, blah. He lives, but he lives in, down in this town. So I don't know why it would have been a problem to just give you the money another day. Because you gambled. Right, you what happened, uh, you know, Mr. Hoddling, is that you gambled that I'd be ordering him to return your deposit. And based on the facts that I'm hearing, I'm not going to order him to return your deposit. He specifically told you bring cash. He doesn't have to accept a check. There's too much fraud now for him to. There's no law that says he has to accept your certified check. When he told you I'm not going to accept that, Correct. your next move Correct. was to say to him, all right, let me come back. But your next move wasn't that. Let me come back in two days. It's Saturday. The bank's not open until Monday. We'll, let's work it out. We'll, I'll bring it back on Monday. But instead, your next move is to say, get me my money. And that was a gamble. And now the thing is sold. <sighs> he doesn't have to return your deposit. My verdict is for the defendant. But honestly, it is sad because this didn't have to be this way. This didn't have to be Agreed. this way. Calmer minds eventually. And frankly, where's your stepson? Because he's the guy who should have been the calmer mind, should have prevailed. And this deal should have just been consummated two days later. Good luck, gentlemen. Verdict for the defendant. Thank you. 
So the plaintiff does not get his $1,500 back. Uh, Mr. Hodling, let me ask you, the judge thinks you could have gotten your money back. You could have gotten the deal had you been a little smarter. Do you have any regrets about the way you acted? No. It happens. No. Very interesting. Well, it cost you $1,500 to play a macho guy. And look, he told you he wanted cash. Nothing didn't macho. Do it. I didn't say so one word. So I wasn't trying to be macho. I just didn't want to do I didn't want to do the deal. It wasn't a macho deal. It's just I didn't I didn't okay. yell or scream. There was no macho. Nobody. No. OK, so you didn't want to do the deal. It cost you $1,500. Sorry about that. That's the way it is. Mr. Gmo, since you sold the uh, since you sold the device, I guess you're not you're not bothered at all, are you? Make, Made a little bit less uh, money, but a uh, little less money. But I'm happy that the uh, deal went through with somebody that, um, you know, in a good mindset. And I got the cash that I requested and the judge's decision was great. And I appreciate it. All righty. OK, well, that's a very interesting outcome to this case. OK, Doug. Well, look, we have seen situations like this where the method of payment becomes the issue in a court case. And in a situation like this, if there was silence on exactly what form of payment there should be, I would think a check would be acceptable. But in a situation like this one, there seemed to be proof that the defendant expected cash and the plaintiff cannot change the deal. How do you have a positive attitude for life and people in general after seeing people being so ugly to each other? Um, you know, I think it's practice, really. Um, I've, I think it affected me more when I first became a judge. I think after almost 30 years. It's been 30 years. Yeah. Wow, 27 years on the bench. Long time. Long time. You start to get, um, I don't know, I think I have a harder shell. I think I have a harder shell than you do. You're a much nicer guy than I am. <laughs> and I think that this stuff affects you more, wouldn't you say? Uh, it does affect me. And especially when I was on the family court bench, it made me insane. And I got home and I think I brought those psychological traumas that you <laughs> experienced trying to mediate and get in between. Yeah, you were very, fr you would always tell me, they all want me to decide what happens with little Johnny. How right. am I better equipped than the right. parents? You would right. always be very upset that right. you could, they couldn't be figure down it. to how to cut little Johnny's hair, yeah, I know. what kind of clothes they should wear, you name it. So, um, but, you know, I, be, I think most people at, at their essence are decent people, are good people, and hopefully are going to... That's the difference between be, you. <laughs> are are going to be nice to You're each other. You're a very positive guy. I just assume everyone's trying to pull one over on me all the time. Know, right? <laughs> you know, thank God I've got you to watch my back. At that. Oh, thank God I've got you to make <laughs> me not a miserable person. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance, an emergency repair, or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Francesca. She says she rented her $2 million New Jersey Shore beach house to the defendant for one week, and she practically destroyed the place. She was outraged the defendant treated her house with such disregard and is suing her for the $757.30 she's owed for damages. This is the defendant, Leslie. She says she didn't break a thing in the house. If she did, she would own up to it and can afford it. Thank you very much. The plaintiff is lying. This is very bothersome to her, and she's not giving her a dime because she treated the house like it was her own. She's accused of trashing the place. All parties, please raise your right hands. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, Ms. Francesca, you are suing Ms. Leslie, who rented your house, because according to you, she did some damage, and you want to be able to lay claim to the security deposit, which right now, I guess, is in the hands of the uh, real estate broker, correct, an escrow? Okay, so correct. you've come to me to, so that I can decide where to tell that money to go. Got it. So talk to me, Ms. Francesca, what happened? Uh, we rented our beach house to the defendant through a rental agency. We provided the rental agency all the information that the tenant would need, including a tenant letter that was very specific with instructions on what to do during their stay. After 36 hours, the defendant reported a broken blind. Um, we checked with the cleaning service that does a very specific COVID cleaning, um, and they said that they would have noticed if the blind was damaged prior to the defendant checking in. Hold on one second. Um, Can I see where the cleaning service said we would have noticed if the blind was damaged prior to her checking in? That's not written in any text or email. So you don't have any proof of that? You didn't get a statement from the cleaning people saying what you just said, did you? I have a text message from the cleaning service and what does that text that message say? It says that they didn't notice that the blind was right. Broken. That's not the same from that is not anywhere near what you said, which was we would have noticed if it had been broken. So I, I and that's important because that's what all this stuff falls on. You're saying there's damage. She's saying I didn't do it. And you got to prove she did do it. Now, let me talk to you, Ms. Leslie. This is a uh, rental of a home. on. It's actually a beautiful home, too. So this is a $2 million home that is on the ocean, correct, Ms. Francesca? Correct. Uh, and how many bedrooms? It's four bedrooms. And it, it rents out for how much? In this particular um, case, how much was the weekly lease? They change per week. I don't recall right I'm sure oh, Ms. Leslie remembers because it came out of her pocket. How much was it? How much was it, Ms. Leslie? It was $9,000. $9,000 for the seven days. Correct? Yes. Okay. Correct. All right. Now, according to you, Ms. Francesca, there were rules and regulations that were given to the defendant that say that she has to tell you about any damage within the first 24 hours. We require 24 hours. The um, rental agencies um, says that they, we, they need to be notified immediately. 
Okay. So how would Ms. Leslie have received? Because I know that's not in the lease, right? Nowhere does it say in the lease that you have to report any damage with a 20 In the lease, it says um, immediately. The lease that they get from the rental agency says that they have to report it immediately. Right. But it doesn't say you have to do a thorough canvassing of the house and report anything or else you're assuming a responsibility for it. They, In other words, if they saw a broken blind, they can't sit on it for two weeks. They saw a broken blind. They immediately texted the realtor and told them about it as soon as they found it because a broken blind was behind a sofa, Ms. Leslie. Yes. It was. Did you take a picture of the broken blind? Yes, I did. All right. And did you send that immediately to the broker? Yes, I did. Is this an accurate picture of it? It is. To the lower right is the sofa. So I don't know if it's covered by the sofa, but it is, you know, just behind the sofa. You can clearly sofa. see the sofa. Yeah, it looks line. like the sofa's underneath it. But but yeah, the issue is who broke it. And um, and what do you do with the fact that they 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 notified the realtor, but according to you, it was at 30 at the 36 hour mark, right? Correct. Correct. When and, would Ms. Leslie have received those rules where you as the owner say, here are the rules and here's what you got to do. This is when garbage gets picked up. This is when this and, you know, all the rules. When would she receive that? We tell the agent to make it a priority to get them the information one week prior to check in so that the information is fresh in their mind and that they're reading it and they're not forgetting anything. Right. We also... Do you have the agent to call as a witness here on your behalf? No. Okay. Now, Ms. Leslie, when did you receive the instructions? It was within the uh, a week, a week and a half before. I kept getting almost every day papers. Between, different uh, the papers? Realtor, different papers with different times, different dates, different orders. Do you have all of them? Do they conflict? I don't know uh, what you're saying. I'm not understanding what you're saying. Some things conflicted. Uh, the things that conflicted were the times that I could go into the house or the times that I was supposed to leave the house. Each paper had a different time. Okay. But, so uh, what were the different times the papers had? Uh, the time on the um, uh, paper that I had assigned on the lease was uh, I could come in no earlier than 2 p.m. on the 20th of June, and I could leave uh, no later than 11 a.m. on the 27th of June. Come in no earlier than 2 p.m. and end date 627, no later than 11 a.m. But then you send Ms. Francesca some documents to her that say you got to be out by 930, but that completely conflicts with what she paid for. So what, and you're actually suing, which is kind of nervy, seeing that you've read the lease and you know it says 11, you're suing for $125 late fee because you told your cleaning company to be there at 930 and they had to wait for her to leave. And as you can see from the text messages that I sent, we made every attempt to get her the information that was incorrect. Well, no, but you know, you don't get, you don't get that chance though. You don't get that chance. See, you made the, the, the realtor your agent because they're your agent. It's much easier to work and not have people contact you directly. So there's a cost that comes with that. If you're unhappy with them, never hire them again. Okay. But that's fine, but you can't, Make them your agent, give them your apparent authority, allow them to contract with her for 11, and then say to her, get out an hour and a half earlier because here my instructions say so. No. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's talk about the real issue here, which is the blind and the chair. So, Ms. Leslie, how many people did you have there that week? I had 12 people. 12 people. And there's no problem with that because you actually advertise that the house sleeps 12 people. Right, Ms. Francesca? Right. Okay. So go on, Ms. Leslie. Can I just explain something? Yeah, yeah. I had 12 people. It was my family. And uh, two days after we arrived... My daughter and granddaughter showed up as a surprise for me, and so they stayed a few days. I couldn't throw them out, and so... <laughs> Sleep under the stars. All right, but I have a question for you. Um, I know what happened yes. with the blind. We've gone over it. You saw it, and you saw it after the 24 hours. Let's look at the picture of the chair, because there's a spindle missing on the chair, and my question to you is... I've never seen a picture of the chair. All right, I'm going to show it to you now. Okay, so there's a spindle missing completely, not broken, but just completely missing um, in the chair. I think I would have noticed that. Okay, so did you take any pictures when you left or no? No. That's always a really good idea to take pictures when you come in. That is, and I would do that from now on. Right, I know. You live and you learn. But you take very incredibly painfully slow video through the house when you come in, an incredibly painfully slow video through the house when you leave. If you go like this, it's not going to be probative of anything. But that's advice I give to every tenant, whether it's a one-week tenancy or a one-year tenancy. All right. When did this get noticed, Ms. Francesca? This is noticed, I think, by the cleaning people, right? Correct. And what day do they notice that? The The day they checked out. This um, security deposit was a deposit in the amount of what? $1,500? $1,500. Okay. You had agreed to one of the violations because you ended up getting fined by the town because you left too much garbage out when you left. The cans were not closed. So there was uh, a fine. What was the fine? I don't know. I I don't remember the exact fine, but I gave permission to the realty company to release the money for that because I felt... Ms. Francesca, how, right, and it was. Ms. Francesca, how much was that? $300. And she did agree to it because they paid for it. Okay, so just let me ask you and let's sidestep. Ms. Leslie, you don't dispute that you allowed 300 of the 1500 to go her way already to handle the garbage issue, correct? I do not dispute that. I allowed that, yes. I'd, I'd like to see, give me a moment because what I'd like to look at now are the, um, the texts from the cleaning people. Your departure date was what date? The 27th, Ms. Leslie? Yes, yes. Do you always use the same people? Yes. Did anyone in your group break that chair, Ms. Leslie? No, they did not, and they didn't know anything about it. And when the only thing I knew was I was told a spindle was broken on the chair, and I did not have any small children or raucous people in the house. It wasn't a party house. It was my family. Right. I have, uh, it's pretty, it can I just, t- can I just ask you a question? Because I'm sure. looking at the chair and it's pretty, um, 
To me, it's pretty obvious. So <laughs> it is very obvious, right? So, what do you th- think happened, though? Because this text is sent. Because let me just explain something. She has the same cleaning yes. people all the time. The text is sent immediately right. when the cleaning people come in. Immediately after you guys leave, she sees this, right. and the first thing she does is send her a text telling her, "Hey, look. So if not your group, then who? Because." If it's the same cleaning people, I would assume, and this is so obvious to all three of us, as it is to the cleaning people, that the week before when they cleaned, if they had seen this, they would have sent it. So perhaps I I, I know that it didn't happen in front of you, but there are 12 to 14 people there while you're not there. How do I know somebody in your group didn't accidentally break it? And then, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But if, if it wasn't noticed by those cleaning people beforehand... And I know that they didn't say, oh, I would have noticed that. She's trying to make the case better than it is by saying, oh, they told me that they would have noticed that. That is not what they said. What they said, let's quote them directly. Where's the actual text from the cleaning people saying, I did not notice it that way before? That's um, referring to the blind. And then they show a picture of the chair. There's no, the, there, there's no words back and forth between you guys on the chair? We did have a conversation um, because at that point... So there's no text in between you guys regarding the chair? No, when she sent me that picture, I was so mortified, I called her immediately. Did they give you an affidavit for today? Did you seek an affidavit from them or are they available to speak to me? Um, I'm sure that you could call. I can give you their number. They're a cleaning service. They pretty much work. Is it always the same same person who goes? the owner of the cleaning service, because we are the first house that they clean um, on what is considered a changeover, comes to every single cleaning at our house. And she reports to me every single cleaning um, with every Try to get her on the phone. Try to get her on the phone. And if you get her, put her on speaker. I want to ask her some questions. Ms. Leslie, let me ask you a question. Was there something your family was celebrating sure. or was this just a family vacation no. and reunion? It's a fa- for the last 50 years, I have been renting a house in Long Beach Island with my family for a week for the last 50 years since my children were small children. And now we come with the grandchildren and it's something we love doing and we've always done it. And I have never had a problem before. I have Natty on the line. Good. Hey, Natty, are you there? Yes. This is Judge Marilyn Milian from the People's Court. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Okay. How can I help you? Natty, can you, you, you run a cleaning service that apparently Miss Francesca was hiring to take care of that house in? Grant Beach, New Jersey. Correct, Natty? Yes, that is correct. Okay. And so what I wanted to ask you is, um, do you remember in, uh, I, I'm sure you clean a lot of houses and you clean, you know, we're talking about stuff that happened uh, almost a year ago, but it was in the summer of last year. And it's a blue chair that is in the dining room that a spindle was missing. Yes, I do remember that. I thought you might. Now, if you, if d- did you clean the place the, the week before? Yes, I did. Do you recall whether or not the spindle was missing the week before? No. I mean, I do recall that it was not. Okay. And you seem to have a specific recollection that it didn't look that way before. Why? Because you would have noticed something like that and you would have reported it. Because every time I go into Miss Francesca's home, 
I walk the entire house and check everything. I document and I take pictures of anything that has been broken, displaced, dirty, soiled. Okay. Thank okay. you, Natty. I really appreciate well, thank it. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, Ms. Leslie, go ahead. Yes, uh, that morning when we were leaving, we vacuumed every room that had carpeting. We swept every floor. We cleaned the counters. And we moved, obviously, the dining room chairs. That is where we ate all the time. And none of us noticed a broken chair. All right, yeah, Ms. Leslie, I hear what you're saying. The thing is, you didn't rent the place alone, okay? There were other people there. And I got to tell you, I do find Natty's testimony compelling. And I do, I had a sense of what kind of, of operation Natty was running from the myriad of texts that came before. I did see, you know, like the first thing she does is walk around and start taking pictures, which she would have done the week before. So I think that the question is close enough on that one where, you know, it, it's, the, I don't believe it was handed to you that way. Um, regarding the blind, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I do know that you, as soon as you saw it, you turned around and you reported it. The blinds, I think you're kind of more covered because it really was almost 24 hours after moving in. I do not find that you had a requirement to complain about anything within 24 hours. Your only requirements are what's in the lease you signed. When you receive instructions, those are one-sided, sua sponte suggestions, not requirements. And your email came to them the day after you moved in. Um, so I think that's soon enough to say, hey, wasn't me. Uh, but regarding the chair, I think it's closer. And I think I'm leaning in favor of the plaintiff for that. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to order another 216 to go her way. And I'm going to order the release of everything else that you were entitled to uh, get back. That's how we're, my order's going to read for the escrow agent to release the funds. I wish you all good luck. And hopefully neither of you have to go through anything like this ever again. Good luck, folks. Thank you very much. Thank you. So the uh, plaintiff is going to get $216 back uh, from the escrow company. Ms. Leslie, how do you feel about that? You you know, you seem like you're really a very fastidious person yourself and very careful. Uh, and you seem okay with that. Uh, am I right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did not see it. I was the last one to leave the house and I didn't see it. But um, I, I'm satisfied with with what the judge said. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Ms. Francesca, let me ask you, are you, are you okay? Um, yeah, it, it's fine. Um, I'm okay with um, replacing the chair. We've replaced the chair. We've replaced the blinds. Um, we've definitely learned a lot. We've also amended our contract so that the information that we provide the tenants is now something that is a part of the contract that they sign for. Good enough. Thank you very much. Congratulations. So, Doug, it's an interesting case. Remember, the defendant notified the plaintiff a couple of days in uh, that the blinds were damaged. This is the stuff that should be done beforehand. When you rent a place, when you move into a place, you take pictures of any damage, any damage, if you're the tenant, so that you can prove it was this way going in. If you're the landlord, you take pictures of everything to show there is no damage. That's the way you prove a case. That's the way you win a lawsuit. And photographs are king. You take photos before, you take photos after, and you compare the two. We have seen 
hundreds of these cases in the people's court, hundreds. And the person with the best pictures is usually the winner. So Marilyn, what are you afraid of? What am I afraid of? Uh, uh-huh. I assume we're not talking about things like um, ill health and major stuff. You're talking about zombie little, apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse right. isn't right. high on no, my. No, 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 no. So um, I think the thing that freaks, as you know, yeah. any flying bug freaks me out. Well, not anyone. I mean, mosquitoes and and, right. and flies don't. But any big bug that flies, like mm-hmm. anything that looks like a roach and flies. Right. Um, there's a lot of critters in North Carolina in the house that's in the woods and. Right. Um, and, and that freaks everybody and in Florida. out. Florida. Mice. I don't like mice either. Right. Well, thank you. Apparently, God. I don't like spiders either because I whacked one with, the, with my. <laughs> well, thank yeah, God. Thank God you're it afraid of these me. kinds of things because that keeps me in a job. That, yeah, that's that, right. That keeps me needed and, and, and around. Yeah, that's, right? well, that's why I married you. Because that, let's face it, critter relocation and disposal, that's one of my specialties. That's right. right. It used to be kitty litter, and we don't have a cat. And it used to be uh, the baby diaper genie. Right. And that's gone. So you better find a utility. (laughs) Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.